Hey friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host to the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. And this episode, I specifically wanted to tackle how to balance your life, prioritizing time management. That's something I'm always confronting every day. So maybe it's selfish for me to say like, hey, you guys, I wanted to learn more about this. So I'm so excited. I brought on here today, Amy and a little backstory. So Amy is my fabulous neighbor and she's um, so experienced. She'll, she'll tell us a little bit about her professional background, but I've just watched her balance job family, well, multiple jobs, family, education, service in the community so well that from experience, I wanted her on here because I think she is fabulous. So Amy, we have a really important question for you. What was your favorite band growing up to listen to? My first CD that I ever got was uh, The Beatles, actually. It was... I can't remember the name of the album. I can picture the case like so clearly, but fell in love with The Beatles at a very... My first... I mean, obviously, when I was younger, we had CDs, so... (laughs) I know the age has totally changed now. Now we're going from like CDs to, I still have a cassette player in my car, believe yes, it or not. So I still awesome. use cassettes. <laughs> so that's hilarious. I love that. Yes. I love the vital. I love the Beatles. I love all of their songs. In fact, actually just recently, did you see the movie they came out with? Um, <gasps> yesterday. It's called I yesterday. I want to see that so bad. You I'm have to so see it. I'm so excited to see it. It's that's good. that's on my to watch list. So okay. I'm excited to watch that one. Amy, we are thrilled to have you here on the show. And I have just admire Amy kind of from a distance and also personally just kind of growing up in my backyard, seeing her as a working woman and also as a dedicated mom and someone who has balanced life really beautifully. So Amy, kind of just tell us what are you doing right now in your life? Oh, right now. So I have five kids. And they're the priority. So I have a junior in high school and she is on their drill team there. And then my son, he plays high school basketball. So I watch a lot of things. My third child, she is another girl. She is a dancer as well. So we have convention season just starting, spending weekends far away. So exciting. (laughs) And a lot of stuff to do all at the same time. (laughs) Yes. And then my... um, my fourth, she's a soccer player and a basketball player. So again, I get her to practices, drive her around a lot. And then Jane- Lots of um, interests everywhere. Yes, yes, we got another dancer. So I've got four girls, one boy, dancer. And then um, I'm still working. So I do real estate. I, I'm i not sure if you knew this. I graduated um, from the University of Utah in urban planning. Oh, and I worked fun. for, yeah, yeah. I worked for Sandy City and then Draper City. And then my husband and I decided to start our family. And so I wanted to find something along the same lines that um, I had studied and worked in that allowed me to be able to work from home and around kids. So I love this. Okay. This is crazy. So you're balancing basketball, you're balancing dance, you're balancing like tons of stuff as well as working and, and you're working from home, which is incredible. So tell us kind of about how do you do this balancing? Because 
I think a lot of us like want to do that. Like, oh, I'd love to have a career and family. But the reality is, it's kind of hard. And it's, tell us some tips and tricks. How do you do it? Okay. So I actually also, I teach um, at Excel. It's a gym nearby. Holy cow. Okay. So you've got two jobs. You've got five kids (laughs) and you're awesome. And And the balance, I think the key to the balance, honestly, Katie on is doing things that you love. Oh, I love that. It makes it um, so easy to find the time, I guess, when you are looking for things that you want to do. So I love exercise. I love, um, using my body. It makes me happy. I'm sure I have some sort of addiction to the adrenaline that I get. <laughs> that exercise adrenaline yeah. that we all love. Yeah. I love that. Yes. The high that you get. Yeah. I'm so happy. So I look forward to doing that. And honestly, I would do that every day anyway. Mm-hmm. So putting it as a job has made it just so that I have connections with people that I see often in my classes and I look forward to going and I can't not do it. It's something you can't take off your list as, as a teacher doing it. So, um, the nice thing about real estate and, um, outside of real estate, I actually just, I've been doing real estate for about 17 years now. And so I have been into That's a, a long lot. time. That's exciting. That's like, congratulations. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So, um, I basically will find the joy in what I'm doing. So I love real estate. I've been into all these houses. And mm-hmm. so I have people that I will help, um, even relay out their houses or give advice to as far as like good ideas for changing yeah. your home. Um, that would be easy to make it easy to resell. And, um, those types of jobs are things that are on the sites are things that I just really love to do. So as far as balancing things, I think first you prioritize, prioritize. So you put, you know, my kids are first yeah, and I work around them. Mm -hmm. And then second, I look for things that I like and love to do. And then it makes it so easy, right? Right. It doesn't feel so overwhelming and so stressful. It's not this, oh, just, I don't know. Does it make you mad, I guess? Right. No, that totally (laughs) makes sense. you have to go do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I think that's really beautiful. You started off this whole episode of podcasting my kids are my priority. So you have already established you're demonstrating and showing us that it's okay to have a priority and we should be putting those things into place. And so did you navigate, did you pick a a career or work based off the fact that you could do it around your family? Is that how you worked that out or did you adapt it? Okay. You did. That's so interesting. I wanted to be a mom. Mm -hmm. So I always wanted to be a mom. Of course I started out wanting like a hundred kids but then, then you have one. You gotta change things. <laughs> you have one, and you're like, one's good. I'm good with one. That is great. Right. So, I mean, it just flips your life upside down. And you know, I think one of the keys to me finding just peace and balance in my life really is 
um, identifying priorities early on. And it's something that you learn um, as a young person, actually. So, you know, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and they teach us all through primary and young women's to make decisions before they come mm-hmm. in front of you. So you have kind of a plan. And when I was younger and I was looking at what kind of life I wanted to have, kids was always something that was something I definitely wanted to do. I wanted to have a family. Yeah. So um, number one, that's that's what comes first. I love that. I love how you said like the setting of priorities or even just deciding something before it comes. So for you, you decided that you wanted to be a mom and so you adapted your career to it. And then whoever is listening, you can choose whatever that priority is, whether it's a certain going to school or having a home life or whatever it is, like set that priority long before you have to make the decision. Because in the moment, did you ever feel pressured to change your decision? Absolutely. Absolutely. There were lots of moments. Um, I call them critical moments and, or critical conversations. Um, where you kind of just want to throw your hands in the air and maybe give up and Mm -hmm. stop working towards whatever goal you set. So when I decided to first start teaching classes and things like that, um, at, at, at the gym that I teach, um, it was one of those situations where it felt overwhelming to even figure out how to get certified and where to go to teach and how to bring people to your classes. And I mean, I started with, um, you know, kids in tow. So someone, Mm -hmm. here's the thing. I started looking for places that would have a daycare that my kids could go to while I was there at the gym. So if something happened, I could keep that priority in line. But many days, many moments where you just say, oh, is this this worth it? Right. And I have to say that there are lots of things that I've started and that question comes, is this worth it? Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe it's going to be too big and take over what I find as my priority and I don't do it. Oh, interesting. you, You stop. It's okay to stop, I think. You know, you only have one life. And so you don't want to miss out on things for sure and opportunities, but there are definitely um, more than enough opportunities. And every person I know is actually more capable than um, what they even think they are. And the problem is time. (laughs) You named it. That is the problem. Yes. That's the problem. (laughs) Yeah. So this year, I actually started taking a Master Gardener's course at Thanksgiving Point. Yes. And I am so excited because I have been horrible with horticulture. Like, horrible. Uh My yard, horrible. (laughs) From a distance, it looks great. (laughs) Yes, yes, from a distance. A few bushes, whatever. But if something dies, I don't have any idea why, and I'm sure that I killed it. (laughs) <laughs> so for sure. So that, um, that's me too. That's my level of uh, plants. I took a plants course 101 yes, as a side yeah. note and we had to like grow this beanstalk and I brought mine into class and I was so embarrassed. Mine was dead and everyone else is like growing yeah. beans. <laughs> <Surprising>. <laughs> I, yes. Don't worry. You and me, I should take this class with you. So. <laughs> 
but it's something I've wanted to do for a lot of years. And my youngest daughter is in first grade now. Mm -hmm. And so despite the fact that I have had the physical capability, probably the intelligence to accomplish, you know, a, a beautiful yard and, um, the desire, all those yeah. things were in line, but it would have thrown my life out of balance mm. had I put it in at an earlier phase of life. So thinking about it and deciding when to do it and waiting sometimes for what you want is a lesson that I think is actually hard learned, but very important. And I find that's an important thing that I've learned. So I, I get that. to do it now and it's just mm -hmm. timing, right? Yeah. I love this idea of timing. There's this phrase keeps coming in my head and it's from a book and I, I'm probably going to say it wrong, but it's, um, it's either you can't buy everything, but you can buy anything or it's the other way around. You, you can buy anything, but you can't buy everything. That's it. Okay. Yes. So the idea is like, we are capable to, and, and in that sense, it was money, but you can do this with time. So yeah. the idea is with time, like you can do any, like you, you could go and you could climb Mount Everest, you know, you could do all these yes. things, but you yeah. can't do it all. But putting these priorities in place. So what I'm hearing from you is as we set these priorities, one, it's going to help us filter through like, what is the best way to do with our life? And two, do you think you have a better sense of feeling fulfillment in life just because you set those priorities? Because I know for me, yes. I, I'm one of those persons, like I'm one of those people Absolutely. where you're like going through life and you're like, I just want to do everything. And, yes. and if you don't get yes. everything done, you're so sad, right? And yes. so I struggle with this. So you're speaking to me here. So does that help you feel more fulfilled in life? Um, 100%. I know that a lot of people go through, so I'm 41 mm -hmm. and I see a lot of people, you hit 40, right? right? And all of a sudden there's this overwhelming feeling of stress. And I think it comes from the idea. I mean, obviously the term midlife crisis, there's a reason that term exists is because there is one you hit right. midlife. Um, and what happens, I think, when people kind of spiral into a place of um, just a dark space, it yeah. happens because they may look back and have not achieved things that they thought they would. They're, we, we stand in this place and you look at your life and you say, where am I? And holy cow, how did I get here? Wow. Yeah. And what steps did I take to get here? And all of a sudden people acknowledge and realize, oh, wow, I actually wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. I wanted to do this. And they mm -hmm. jump off their path and throw all the things, the baby out with the bathwater, if you will. Right. right. <laughs> and change the complete trajectory of their life. Mm -hmm. I think if you can look back, even if it's, even if you're 20, even if yeah. you're 30 and can see all of the goals that you have accomplished, all of the things that you have done. If you've done the, you know, top three, if you've done even one mm -hmm. of those top three things you've had as a goal in your life, you can say I'm 40, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm 40 and I'm a better person. I've grown in these ways. I've accomplished these things. And honestly, 
most of the things you get to at 40, you couldn't have gotten to at 20 because mm-hmm. of this, this time restriction that we're under in our lives. So, yeah. you know, map it out. And obviously I would say 100% for your life, you would have to be con- um, willing to drop things off, mm-hmm. not hit all the spots on your map. Mm-hmm. And that's okay too. My favorite thing each week is just to listen to the stories of these incredible people on the podcast. They give me confidence in all areas of my life. The Full Confidence Ahead sponsor, Utah Money Moms, has boosted my financial confidence. I remember the first time I heard about them on YouTube, I just found this video about tracking your expenses they had done, and it was so simple and confidence building that I went to their website and started downloading as much material as I could. Make sure you head over to utahmoneymoms.com after this episode to sign up for their free webinars on all financial topics from the basics of budgeting to estate planning. I love in there. You kind of just said like the word I'm 40 and then you filled in a blank. And this idea of going back and looking back with gratitude, that's how I'm going to frame this is you're looking back with gratitude on what you accomplished. I'm thinking about my day yesterday. I had this huge to-do list and, and sometimes I'm a, I'm a list maker for sure. Kind of that, that driven attitude. (laughs) Like that is me. I'm a go-getter. I feel fulfilled when I get things done. That's just something that's with me. And so I'm, I'm a person who makes lots of lists, but if I don't get to the things on my list at the end of the day, it could be hard for me thinking like, okay, ah, I don't feel like today was productive. And I kind of get into like a, a darker space per se, or just, just a negative mindset. But what you just said is like looking back with gratitude on what you did accomplish, even if it was one thing, if it was not. And I wish I would, I wish I would have even done that yesterday. I I had this huge to-do list (laughs) and basically like not any of it got done, but I did get to go and see a friend who was in need, you know, and I I wish I would have just gotten to the end of the day and use that magic word. And that you said like, okay, I'm at the end of the day and I visited a friend in need. And you know what, yes. and not rather than have reflected of like, oh, but this and this and this did not focusing on what did, right? Absolutely. Yes. Because if you actually, one of, one of the hard things I think, um, especially with kids mm-hmm. is, is that attitude of gratitude because yeah. your whole day, you could look back on your day yesterday and say it was a failure, but yeah. based on the way you just described your day. I would say it was a success because you were there for a friend. Right. And that yesterday was more important than your list and relationships in Mm -hmm. life also bring balance and happiness and peace. I think because, um, that's, what's real. That's what's tangible. Mm -hmm. That's what you can take with you when you leave this life and all of the things on your to list to do list to-do list. We'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yes. And they are. <laughs> Believe yes. me, like they're on my today's to-do list. Yes. You know, that's interesting. As you said, like what we take with us, um, really like what we're remembered for. I just, I just was thinking of an obituary. Um, I have a cute friend who actually loves reading the obituaries. And I love that from her because um, it helps her remember uh, what what we're remembered for in life. And I think that actually puts a beautiful perspective. She reads them every day and just puts this perspective on life of, okay, I this is what someone else is remembered for. So what can I do to kind of incorporate that into my life, which is kind of really a unique perspective, especially for a younger person. But in the end, like, okay, 
were we really remembered for how many vacations we went on or how many jobs we held or your job title? No, right? It's those no. relationships that that we developed and it's it's who who we became, our character, right? Yes. And those things you have put in your life as a priority. So that's, you're making me think retrospectively a little bit right now and introspectively of, okay, have I prioritized things or people and character? Because I think that people and character is actually what's going to get us through life to make us feel more more fulfilled, you know? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. And yeah. it's a good idea to reassess. Mm -hmm. I think um, some people do it daily. Some people mm -hmm. do it multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. Some people reevaluate or look, you know, on a Sunday. I think... Um, Obviously, you're a person who's willing to make changes on a moment's notice, like a friend in need, and you showed up. Mm -hmm. um, showing up is really hard for people like you and I. And I say you and I because you described yourself as a list maker, a to-do. Oh, yes. uh, oh, yes. uh, I want to check all the boxes. <laughs> right. right. And then I feel so happy. All my mm -hmm. boxes are filled up. Mm -hmm. But um, that's actually something that probably I would say is outside my character, which is putting uh, people first. Hmm. Um, and I didn't realize that until I had kids, actually. So I had my to-do list and you want to get everything done. And then you have this child and then another one and maybe another one. And what you realize is that um, building these relationships and creating these relationships, um, not pushing your kid out of the way while you're cleaning up because yeah. you want to check off the cleanup box. Oh yeah. But allowing them into your life and mm -hmm. to participate in what you're doing, mm -hmm. um, makes it more of a, an event and a memory instead of it, something that pushes you just push past and move on right. and forget about. So yesterday for you would have been very forgetful if you had <laughs> just gone to your, te your checklist. Totally. Right? Oh, absolutely. It but memorable been. because it was, there was a prompting, there was a change and a willingness to put people first. You know, that's so. really interesting. You said that too, because you're right. It would have been, I probably wouldn't even thought about yesterday, but actually yesterday was one of my, my favorite days of this whole month because of the connections that I made and it was, it stands out every other day this month. I probably got a lot more done on that to-do list, but I couldn't tell you the details. I couldn't tell you my feelings. I couldn't tell you my thoughts, but yeah. I also journaled about yesterday and I don't journal about every single moment that I don't journal about my right. to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. Read anyone's journal and it isn't, oh, yeah. I got five loads of laundry done today. That was on my to-do <laughs> list. And I thought, you know, and no one actually is ever going right. to write in their journal that they did everything they wanted to. It's right. It's not possible. So uh -huh. balance comes if, if you accept, um, accept the opportunity to, to be movable, I guess, Ooh. to make a change. So, yeah. um, my, one of my favorite quotes ever is, um, success is not final mm -hmm. and failure is not fatal, but mm -hmm. it's the courage to move on. Ooh, that I counts. Love that. And it's, um, Theodore Roosevelt said that. And it, it's interesting because the more I thought about it, the more meaning it has. Mm -hmm. uh, what does success mean to me, for instance? Mm -hmm. Because a successful day, once again, isn't checking all the boxes. 
a successful day is when I had that um, idea or the feeling to text that friend about whatever. Did I do it? Mm -hmm. Um, Did I answer the phone when I was on a work call, but I saw that it was my child? Mm -hmm. Or did I ignore that? Right. Where am I? Am I doing what I think is, you know, the right thing? Literally, moment by moment. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so cool. You've also talked about this idea of like reassessing and reevaluating to help yeah. like multiple times during the day, even as you're, for example, that, that conference call, like assessing what is my priority right now. Um, I think off of what you've said, I think we don't need to be fearful of reassessment it's okay. Right. Like it's okay to have the priority shift in the middle of the day. And in fact, that should happen when maybe the priority when you're at work is X, Y, Z. Maybe the priority when you're at home is X, Y, Z. And, and that constant reevaluation and shifting of priorities is actually what probably keeps us better in balance rather than being so rigid. And I'm, I'm feel like I'm preaching maybe to the choir or I preach to me <laughs> because probably one of my greatest weaknesses is being flexible for that nature is I'm that, I'm that list person. I'm, I'm someone who calendars out like my every five minutes because I, I love to be yeah. productive. So yeah. shifting that around to let people in, like you were talking about letting people in to have an event is harder for me, but it's something I'm actively working on because it is a more fulfilling life. It is I, I loved how you talked about it as an event. Like you can have, allow people to be in this space to have an event around you. Yes. Yeah. To have an experience instead of an mm-hmm. box checking. Yeah. I, I also like the way you just explained that, but um, I think people looking back on our lives feel better when we do make small course corrections. Um, and what I, just basically referencing back that discussion about, you know, hitting your forties. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe oh, yeah. it's your fifties. I don't know, but you know, sometimes person, it's just like you, when you hit graduation too, yeah, it's like maybe it's, yeah, totally. any transition, like there's, there's just big moments in life. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. A transition mm-hmm. jumping completely off a path you're on and then flying over to a whole new letting go, disconnecting from all the people you were just with and giving up, throwing the baby out with the bathwater and right. then starting something a whole new yeah, and moving on a completely different path. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a course correction, right? Right. It's ginormous. It's oh, yeah. difficult. It's overwhelming. That's oh, yeah. exhausting. Uh-huh. And I would say probably unsustainable because when you do huge things like that, mm-hmm. not that you shouldn't ever, by the way, mm-hmm. sometimes that has to happen. Um, but when you do, you basically discount all the things you've learned and grown from, mm, um, from your previous experiences. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I think, a you know, kind of an evaluation, a steady evaluation, good, better, best and picking best, mm-hmm. whether it's moment by moment or whether it's uh, day by day, uh, just being willing to change and open to the opportunity of change. Because I think, too, a lot of us get in our little um, box and close our eyes sometimes to the opportunity to live. Oh, totally. And saying yes sometimes when it wasn't in your plan. <laughs> That's where I have a hard um, time, but I'm working on it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good, you know, it's a good idea. Oh, yeah. We don't have that much time. And... 
that's literally the only thing that's interesting because no matter what, um, all of us have different gifts, different opportunities, different challenges, different talents, different, um, all, all things different, but we do actually only have 24 hours in our day and all of us are kind of given that same gauge. And so, um, maximizing your time here, I -hmm. think is something that helps you look back and say, you know what? Like I'm 40, but I've done a lot of things with my 40 years. I haven't wasted. Um, and that's not to say by the way that you shouldn't take a break because sometimes your time is best used. Um, just taking a few deep breaths. I need to learn to do that more and better. Like resetting, yeah, yes, it's resetting okay to allow your emotions. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that reset as well, and and just your reflection of life. And I feel like you've just granted us all permission now to to look back on your life and and to love, embrace like what you have experienced. Say this is great, and looking back with gratitude and looking back with kind eyes, and also allowing yourself to do small course corrections daily rather than having this build up in this big moment that feels so overwhelming. And maybe if we are in that big moment that feels like in your 40s, if you're in that midlife crisis, starting with small changes rather than trying to do this big ginormous thing might actually in the long run be more fulfilling. So I've loved, I've loved the things that you've pulled out in our conversation and things that I think are applicable to someone in their 40s, in their 80s, in their 20s, in their, in any age of life. Like you have just given us some solid advice here and to kind of wrap up our conversation i'm going to ask the question that we always ask here on the podcast and that is what is one piece of advice that you would give your younger self to boost your confidence honestly i'd probably still president hinckley's it's gonna be okay uh-huh. yeah <laughs> it's gonna be fine um the way things turn out are all too often the way they're supposed to turn out And if you have some sort of a vision of what you expect, you oftentimes self set yourself up for a failure Hmm. that is actually not a failure because it's just something that you created. It was never even real. So I would probably tell myself, um, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I probably say <laughs> success is not final and failure is not fatal yep. and have the courage to move on. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. We've all pulled out so many beautiful things to just go and apply to our lives. And I think also just now have peace in our lives. For those of you checklist makers out there, I feel like (laughs) all of us have kind of come to this tranquil moment being like, okay, I'm just going to accept and recognize that that life is more than boxes. Life is about people. Life is about who I'm becoming. And that to me, that you just gave me permission to have peace in my life. So thank you for coming on the show. We are so grateful for you. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Kenia. That was so fun. 
I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners. So you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L. And it'll automatically add the money master course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N, with no spaces, to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.